straight, no chaser. chase a podcast we back once again another episode thank you for tuning in please like share subscribe all of that we're on spotify anchor itunes youtube anywhere that you get podcasts we are there Um, my name is john you can call me john i am in silver spring and i'm originally from texas but fellas go ahead introduce yourself rasheem what up yo um everybody is rasheem uh, Southeast DC, where the fireworks is popping off every night, all night. Originally from Yonkers, Big Ox. What's going on, people? You back at it again? You know what it is. You've been joining us for this long. Let's get it. All right. KG. Um, I'm in Texas. 1942. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Salute. Great Kool-Aid. Salute. Mmm. Only the best, only the best. Everybody keeps saying about these fireworks, there's a whole lot of conspiracy theorists out there. Yeah. They're saying like the fireworks is really the police that's just kind of doing a reverse psychology thing and setting off a bunch of fireworks to make people get frustrated with life. I, I mean, what do y'all think? Is that, or is it just regular old typical people doing their thing? Or something different. Yeah, I reposted something about. I reposted a, a, a little white girl's um, TikTok, who was breaking down. She was breaking down how police have been using um, um, uh, psychological warfare mm-hmm. with the fireworks, and, and, and not just fireworks, just um, causing loud noises and sounds in general. Like at three, four o'clock in the morning, they had all these cop cars and ambulances with the sirens blasted going on down the street in Harlem. Uh, down the street at three, four, five o'clock in the morning, and it was you know just and they were right behind each other, back to back to back, and she's like it's like a little parade for what? But right. you know the whole idea, psychological warfare that every time that there are riots and, and and civil unrest, they they do that to um what she say to uh keep people sleep deprived, mm-hmm. sleep deprivation, so that they can't be out in the streets protesting. Now I thought it was a good narrative, but quite honestly, I. Mm, it's, I'm not out in the streets protesting. It's keeping me up, you know, and I, I need to go to work. So right. I, I don't know. I Maybe mean, fireworks in Texas. I mean, at least not where I live. I don't hear anything. Um, I heard that it was it was a uh, sound camouflage to like if there's anything going on, they would, they would pop the fireworks off, and you just wouldn't hear. You would think it was like fireworks as opposed to gunshots. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's it don't make sense. Mm-mm. I don't particularly, I mean, I don't know. I, I do see people posting like where people are getting these fireworks from. Um, there was some, you know, I don't like saying stuff that I, don't, I can't confirm or feel comfortable saying, but you know, there's a lot of theories out there. Always. There's a whole bunch of theories on my end, just, just regular kids having fireworks because every morning we wake up, drive through the streets, you see a whole bunch of 
firework debris all around the streets and the city people just got to clean it up. So right now my girls were just looking out the window a minute ago. They saw the neighborhood kids just blasting fireworks going crazy. So for some it's fun, for some it's still fun, for some it's conspiracy theorists, you know, just seemed Mm -hmm. like it's been, for some it's the normal 4th of July, at least on my end. I'm gonna come down your way, Neil, and get some fireworks. This don't seem normal to me though. Like- No, no, I'm talking about as far as the commotion and the noise, as far as on my end, it ain't no, it's just the kids on my end just blasting because they got a they got a firework distributor center out here that's packed every day, so people in there lined up buying their fireworks still. About to hit that up. Yeah. Well, I mean, so before we get into it, we've got a longtime listener that has kind of a situation, and she wants to get everybody's take on this and kind of get you know, some male feedback. What's up? You starting with this? This is what we started with. Kicking it off with this, all right? And then we're going to segue into the August Alcina, Will Smith, Dana <laughs> Pinkett thing. So stay tuned for that. We're going to get into that. But this this kind of ties in. You'll see what I'm saying. So basically, um, got this woman, and she has a long time uh, relationship with a man, okay? Like from 1997, when they met and they were friends, and they got together as like romantic partners let's say 2005, okay? okay? So from 2005 to around 2012, they were together in a relationship involved with one another, all right? Um, the man is, what's up? Monogamous relationship or? They were in a monogamous dating relationship that to her knowledge was them two. However, you know, as time went on, she it was revealed that maybe he was doing other things and blah, 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 but at the time, she thought that it was about that, okay? So that's what, and so that was, like I said, 2005 to like 2012. During that time, she was like, you know, she was all about it. If uh, she was very, you know, emotionally supportive as, you know, you are with somebody in a relationship, all of the things that you imagine going into a relationship, she tried to do, okay? She could not get this man to open up and be emotionally vulnerable because she says his background was just, it wouldn't allow for that kind of thing. So he's West Indian, by the way, Neil. So he, she's got, she's dating this Jamaican man. Him showing his feelings is just something he just don't do. So during the time when they was together, he was very emotionally closed off, emotionally constipated. They broke up after um, him doing a whole lot of foul stuff, you know, just simply not being as emotionally supportive to her as she was to him. And the way that they broke up was foul. And when they stopped talking, they stopped talking completely. So, you know, he ghosted her. She, um, after they had been in a relationship for a long, for a long period of time, they just suddenly stopped talking. He wouldn't return her calls. He wouldn't return her emails. He just stopped talking to her out the blue and it broke her heart and she was very hurt and et cetera, et cetera. So that was like in 2012. Fast forward almost 10 years, okay? They haven't talked. They haven't been in contact, none of that. Suddenly during quarantine, he pops up. Suddenly they rekindle their communication. Now she's healed up from that previous situation. But her question is, he's doing all the things that she wanted him to do in 2005 to 2012 now, okay? Meaning that he is talking to her, he's calling her, he is showing her affection and love and, you know, vulnerable and, all of those wonderful things. He's he's getting therapy, blah, blah, blah. But she is hesitant to 
get back into a situation with him because, you know, he did what he did. So she's like, basically her question is, should she try it? Should she go ahead and jump back out there and, you know, see what's up with this man? She says that they're already talking. You know what I'm saying? They're talking on the phone a lot. And he's already kind of conducting himself like he's her man now. In other words, he expects her to be available to him on the phone. He expects her to talk to him. He wants to talk to her about his problems and blah, blah, blah. He's treating her like she's his woman already, even though nothing has been, you know, reconfirmed, et cetera, et cetera. And so she's trying to say, okay, has he really changed? Is this real? Should I devote some time and real energy to it? Or should I just kind of let the sleep, let the past be the past and not go back and, you know, go back over that old history again? What do y'all think about that? <laughs> Anybody, so should she talk to this guy again? No, we just, we, we, the only reason we quiet is because we, you know, we digesting everything that you said. That's think about it. Think about it for a minute. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. No, it's not a lot. I have, I have a couple of questions before I, right. a couple of clarifying questions. As you, okay. you said you ain't surprised about that. She told you to ask us this? Correct. Why she asking us? She said, ask him. Because he ain't got a podcast. <laughs> I'm assuming she's asked him. She's asking us as four dudes that have opinions. No, she should ask him. That's the best answer. She don't need to ask us. Like, you're not playing right. You're not playing. You're not playing. You're not let playing me, right, Cage. Let me, let me play how I pretend, pretend like you the dude. No, no, don't pretend like you the dude. No. Just please don't. Do please don't. Do? Let me finish. Because if she listens, she, she should do this. Take whatever our advice is. I mean, everybody giving their advice. My advice is don't ask us, ask him. Because if this man is opening up the way that she feels like he should and he's expressive, he can answer the question now because she has more questions than should she talk to him now. She wants to know what happened back then, why it didn't work, why, didn't you, why would you close off? What changed between then and now that you are able to open up? We can't answer those questions. I'm not telling the story correctly. Maybe that's what it is. He's done the therapy. He came, the reason that he came back was to apologize because he was like, I did you wrong. I was found. I'm in therapy now. I recognize all of the things that you was trying to get me to do then. And I'm trying to do it now. So I'm expressing myself and I'm opening myself up and I'm in therapy. All the things that she wanted him to do then, he's doing now. So they talked about that. She she got her closure discussion of what happened, etc. So that earlier situation hurt her feelings very, very deeply, but she's just like, okay, should I leave that in the past and work with who he is now? In what way should he be in my life, in other words? Or should he be in my life? Play fair then, Ra. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, so I look at it like this. If um if he if he says he's done the work and, and and she feels all giddy inside and she wants to be with him and all that good stuff, I think it's nothing wrong with her 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 going back for the second time. My concern is this: is she willing to to to, to cut rope and bail at the first sign of red flags that he really the same old dude? 
like if she get back with him and he and he actually is now exactly what she wanted him to be, then she's good. She got a good relationship. She happy. He happy. They could ride on off into sunset. But if she get back with him and it's just a a, a, a fake, and he's and he's he's a fraud, and he's just telling her the good stuff so he can get her back in. Because you know a lot, you know, dudes, we could be real manipulative. So he he just trying to get her back in. She got to be willing to be like deuces at the first sign. Like as soon as she see just a little, mm-mm, gotta go. And if she ain't willing to do that, then maybe she need to go to therapy. Mm. So she need to work out. That's true. I mean, that's, that's true. how I look at it. I mean, I guess I guess I got the same type of perspective. I look at it like you a grown ass woman anyway. You're gonna do what you want to do, whether we give you advice or not. But at the end of the day, if you got feelings for this dude, and all of a sudden he's showing all the characteristics and the mannerisms of what you wanted him to be back then, all right, maybe he did grow up. Maybe he did do the therapy. Maybe, you know, maybe when you wanted him, he wasn't ready for you. You know, that may sound fucked up, but it might be the truth. You wanted a relationship. I wasn't ready to give you one. So years passed. I realized what we could have had. Now I'm in a better place. I'm trying to give you all of me now. Just slow roll it. That's all. Just slow roll it. Don't rush. Look for any red flags. You know, if if if, if he's proceeding and he's had and he's handling himself accordingly, and that's what you want, go for it. But like Ross said, I agree with that wholeheartedly. If you see any red flags, don't get caught up thinking that you got your dream man now and be stuck in some bullshit. Just 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 enjoy yourself. If he's who you want, go for it. You know, just be cautious. That's all. It, it, it's John, is she one of the women who are getting older in age and feels like her time is ticking? Biological clock, I want to have a baby, yada, yada. I mean, we haven't had them type of discussions, so I can't say that for a fact. I'd say she's probably around my age, you know what I'm saying? Uh, early 40s, something like that, late 30s, something like that. Does she have kids? Uh, do not think so, no. Are you the guy? No. <laughs> Why did she tell you the story? Just, I'm just, I'm just... Trying to mask it. He might, he, might, he, might, he might be masking it. No, I'm not. Right, right. Are you trying to deflect? Is it really about you, John? No, no, no. I mean, because uh, it's it's a very real situation. Like, you know, you don't need two times to mess over somebody. You know, you, you did it I once. Agree. Do I need a I second told her time? To leave him alone. I told yeah. him, like, I told her, to. in my opinion, you know what he's capable of. I don't believe that people change. I just think they get deeper. So I, it's great that he has for himself, done the therapy and done the work and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, he got to fit in your life the way that you want him to fit in. So if he is only capable of being a friend, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what he wants, uh, he wants to be with you and blah, blah, blah. I, I wouldn't trust him, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? We know what you're capable of. So that was where I took it. And yes, it's very universal. Everybody's been through it, unfortunately. But that trips me out, though, just on a slight note, for real, for real, because I've been hearing that a lot from people. You believe that, John, that people don't change? No. I mean, yes, I do believe that. People don't change. I think they get deeper. Um, you know, just like Pokemon. You know what I'm saying? You in your beginning form, and then you go through things. I don't don't believe there's, you don't believe there's room for growth? You want people to learn as they go? John is a cynic. Facts. Facts. I'm a realist. <laughs> Thank you, Keltrick. Thank you, Keltrick. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, to get back to this other thing first, she's already made the decision. She just wanted confirmation of her decision, in my opinion, because she's given it to you to find out 
should she or shouldn't she? If somebody's getting to that point, they've already decided that they're probably going to do it, right? I think she just wants to make sure she doesn't, she's not foolish. And in her mind, I would say foolish again. And so she's probably mm. internally putting up certain barriers so that she doesn't get played the way that Ra's talking about. I think if she really loves this brother, then she should give that brother a chance. But only if she's willing to put herself out there and be willing to get hurt again. Because whenever you are in a relationship, you're essentially saying, it's, I'm, I'm being vulnerable. I should be vulnerable enough to allow myself to get hurt. Because um, it's not going to be right off into the sunset. That's, I don't think, I don't believe in that. Mm -mm. Um, in every relationship, you're going to have ups, downs, obstacles, and hurdles. But you have to be able to work through those things. And if she's willing to put in the work, when and if he fails her expectations, same for him, when and if she fails his expectations, then they'll be all right. Especially if he's going to therapy, hopefully he can talk, he can talk through his emotions better than he did before. So that being stated, if, if she makes him happy, then go for it. And I mean, it's, it's a pandemic right now. That's another thing. I, 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 I'm sorry. I don't know if I missed this. Are they, are they boning? Uh, we didn't discuss that, but I highly doubt it because it's a pandemic and it's a long, it's a long distance thing too. Okay. All right. So All right. That was part of it. So like during the quarantine, I don't know, did y'all have this situation? I'm sure the two married people did not, but did y'all's exes just suddenly start popping up out the woodwork just to check in and see what's up or, you know, no, y'all did y'all don't know nothing about it. I wouldn't it. say okay. exes. I think people in general, uh, and I wouldn't say pop up, I think. People have more time. I was just talking to somebody about this this afternoon, this evening. We're talking about um, my whole outlook on 2020 is different. Like, I think I went through the phase of this year sucks. I actually find this year to be inspiring. Um, and I mean that in a very sincere way. Mm. The standpoint of, and since we were, you know, in high school, we've never had an opportunity where things slowed down to a pace in which we could, we could kind of reflect on life in a very real way, um, reconcile our emotions, um, be discover who we really are, or the things that we that we haven't done in for in forever or years, and this year has provided us an opportunity to do that. I think about the changes happening in the world. I don't think that happens if there's no pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, and quite frankly, I don't think that happens if 45 isn't 45. Um, he's enabling in his, in his staunch support of his own convictions or his supporters' convictions, he's pushing the movement forward, in my opinion. Um, so I think none of these things kind of happen um, in a different year. So I, I actually appreciate 2020 for what it is. I'm an optimist. Y'all know that I'm an optimist. And for those that, that don't know, I am. So I, I'm, I'm inspired by what's possible. Um, what could happen over the next half of this year, and um, I think I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be prisoner to the BS because you know some good thing it's some good things happening. Mm -hmm. I I totally agree. I mean I think that's wonderful, KG. We're gonna we're gonna come back to that because I feel like you know we need to discuss like the good stuff that's happening in 2022 a degree. I feel what you're saying, but like um, speaking of riding off into the sunset and these types of things. We got to talk about it. August Alcina, mm -hmm. Jada, we can't do that. You didn't let everybody answer the question about the DMs. Who didn't answer? Who didn't say nothing? Neil didn't say nothing. Rashid okay. didn't say nothing either. 
about about the chip. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Neil. What you got to say about the question was, do you feel like exes and other people are coming at you creeping? Oh, yes. That's right. Straight no chaser, baby. No, I don't I don't get none of that. You already know. Y'all pretty much know me. I I like I like my environment. So right now it's just me working on me, taking care of my daughters and just trying to make it to another day. So I don't have no DM or contacts and none of that because that means I gotta bring strange energy into where I'm at now. I can't do that. So mm. I'm good I'm good on that. And you wanna tell I don't know if you wanna reveal this or not, but do you wanna talk about when you say you're working on you, what you're working on, like what this has allowed you to work on this at this oh, time? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, pretty much right now, it's just like I've been in this thing. Well, y'all know, but the people don't know. I'm just trying to be in a state where I'm at a peace of mind. Things that normally would stress me out, things that would normally get me frustrated. I concur with what you said. This year has brought a whole new outlook on things. Like at the end of the day, you know, Family for me is the most important thing. So being able to have more time with my daughters, being able to be with y'all on a weekly basis, being honest, before this popped off, we wouldn't have been like this every week consistently. We will talk on the phone, but to make sure we make time to sit down and meet and share and laugh. So I'm more on a peaceful state like that. I'm into fitness more, into nutrition more, trying to be around for my daughters as much as the higher powers will let me be. So that's what I'm focusing and tuned on. Everything else, everything else is irrelevant to me right now. Y'all already know me. I'm a gym net. I'm a gym head. Just like Keltrick, just like all of us all, honestly. We've we've I think we've all shifted into another gear and and, and focused on what's really important. So that's how I am with it. So the DMs, get the hell out of here with that. I ain't worried about that. Yeah. I mean, they've been hitting me up, but not on some, you know what's up with you kind of thing, but just like, hey, how's your kids? Are you still alive? You, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm, go ahead, Rob. But can't that be like like a springboard into other stuff? Like, why check why check on you to see how your kids is and are you alive? Like, did you make that much of an impact on their life that they wanted to, to follow up with you? Mm. I mean, I'm speaking solely for myself. I'm unforgettable, so you damn skippy. Um, I can't speak to nobody else, but no, it's not going to be no jump off um, set up into another situation or whatever the case might be. It's just, I, I, I mean, I think it's just people, you know, I haven't talked to you in a X amount of time. What's up? How you doing? Everything's cool. And then, you know, it's not like we talking all the time now. It's just, how are you? You good? How's your mama? Everything's cool. I holler. You know what I'm saying? You look, you look skeptical, Ra. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't get. I, look, twenty twenty has not been a catalyst for, for for old folk to to reach out to me and, and be like, "How you doing? What's up?" That has not been the case. I, but that's, I never think, been, but that's never been your style, no way. It, it, exactly, like it, it's never been the style of people I've, I've 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 been connected to in the past. Like they are not going to reach. Like what was done is done. And, and 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 we're all on that page. What was done was done. They're not gonna reach out to me. And be like, so what's up, Ra? How are you? What's going on? How's how's twenty twenty treating you? Are you safe from the COVID? They're not gonna do that. Come on, John. I, I got a question. I got I got. It, may, it, it could very well be me, but I just can't understand the mentality where 
you are in a relationship with someone, you telling them your life and y'all sharing things and it doesn't work out, you go your separate ways, but they got love for you, you got love for them. Why does it have to be, um, I can, I'm never gonna speak to you again, there's no point in me. For example, um, I don't know how much of this you're gonna actually keep in here, Rod, don't even really matter. I, keep, I pay attention to little stuff on social media that maybe other people do not. I can't remember what the girl's name is now, but um, she, this is an ex of yours from way back, but I'm friends with her on social media and I've, I've noticed stuff that she does or whatever. And when, for example, if she was my ex, she got a new job, let's say. I can't remember what the girl's name is, it starts with an M. Uh, if she got a new job, I'm the type of ex-boyfriend that if I see it and it's something good going on in your life, I'm going to remark on it, I'm going to say, I'm gonna to touch base with you and be like, yo, congratulations. Or on the flip side, if it's bad, I'm going to reach out and commiserate and be like, oh, that's messed up because I know you and I know, you know, how you feel about certain things or whatever, not because I'm trying to get back into your world. Right. You know, I'm just, I care about you. You know what I'm saying? Even if we're not together, I'm still going to give a damn about you. That's just right. me though. Yeah, no, and that's, 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 that's cool. But what I'm thinking is when you brought this up or maybe I brought it up, the whole idea that I'm, I'm, I'm checking on you because this worldwide catastrophes hit and I want to make sure it hasn't hit so close to home. No. Uh, Why is that bad? I'm, I don't still, get it. I'm still cool with exes. That's, that's not a, that's not an issue, but this, there's a lane. Like we, we can nod at each other. We can support each other. Um, we can have conversation, but you're not going to, you're not going to hit me about the blue just because of COVID-19. That's not going to happen. So, for example, if you got a new job and you, you would not, you would be surprised if ex-girlfriends hit you up and was like, yo. No, congratulations, da da da, da. cool. Not That's a problem. Good. But okay. hit my DM on some old, so how, how are y'all doing with COVID? And John, you missing, Rasheem is being very technical because he's listening to your question. Your question is really... It's linked to COVID-19 exclusively. If, you're, if you ask the question, essentially, is it okay for people to be in your DMs? I mean, that's really the question you're kind of asking. Like, outside of COVID-19, he may have a different response. But the way you're posing the question is, mm -hmm. if somebody's talking to you because of COVID-19, he thinks that's ridiculous. Like, that shouldn't occur. So, I, I mean, to me, that's not ridiculous. So we are in a global pandemic that has not been seen in centuries. So for somebody to touch base with you and be like, yo, I haven't, you know, are you okay? Is everything cool? You know what I'm saying? To me, that is not a terrible thing. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to have ongoing conversations. It's going to be, and even if I was not cool, am I going to tell you that? Maybe, maybe not, but I am going to be like, I'm going to receive the energy that you're putting out. So it's like, you just checking in on me, making sure I'm cool. I appreciate that. I'm good. I'm glad you good. We good. And that's it. I would much rather you check in with me on, on a reg, not even on a regular, but just for something other than COVID. Like, like there's a reason why you're checking with me. I, maybe I posted about a new job. Maybe mm -hmm. I posted something about straight no chaser. Maybe I posted something about me and a wife on a trip like like that's a reason to check in now covid may be a reason to check in but i just for me i'm like i'm uh, i'm alive I'm, i'm not dead of covid 
No right. one's posted that I'm, I got a ventilator down my throat. I'm good. So, like, COVID's not, for me, that's more like a, a Trojan horse. Like, I'm skeptical of people, and not just, not just you know, exes, but just people in general. I'm skeptical if they're, like, reaching out to folks out the blue because of COVID. That's like a Trojan horse. What are you really trying to sneak up in that conversation? You know? That, 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 that's what I'm thinking about. Y'all are just y'all are just some good-hearted brothers, man. If I if I don't have no affiliation or no contact with you no more, I don't even want your breath, your words my way. I'm good. We know how you do. Don't check up on me. Don't talk to me. Don't. I'm good. If we done, we done. It's like, all right, all right. I don't need your energy around me for what? Why? <laughs> like for what reason though? Straight no chaser. That's that's <laughs> how we come. That's how it is. Speaking of uh, people that you've done with, oh, can, can, can we move on now, Keltry? Or, or we should yeah, that's fine. <laughs> get permission. Okay, so uh, speaking of moving on and relationships and all this other good stuff, we got to talk about this. August Alcina, Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith, in short, Jada Pinkett, Will Smith are married. Um, allegedly, her side piece is August Alcina. Um, the reason that we know this is because he's making rounds on social media telling people. Now, Jada says, by the way, that nothing of the sort is true. So here, here's where I'm at with this. And I, I'm going to put this out here for the little round table. Why can't side pieces stay in their damn lane? Why do they refuse to simply shut up play the role that they have established as being in, stay in their lane. Why do they always got to be acknowledged in public? Why do they do that? I don't know if it's about acknowledgement in public or anything else. I think it's the culture in which we kind of live in. I think about the example I would give or the parallel, people who were either in the adult industry or people who were adult entertainers or strippers, let's use strippers for an example. Exotic dancers. I'm gonna go that. For example, let me finish. Okay, my bad. I'm gonna get you that. It's like a sermon almost. <laughs> so you know how uh, when we used, when we were in college, nobody there was anonymity in people who were stripping. Like nobody wanted everybody to know that they were stripping. Now, it's cultural to say I, I'm raising my hand and let you know I'm stripping. I want you to know I got an OnlyFans, and you can see me pop, lock, and drop it on my OnlyFans for $5.99 a month, whatever that may be. I'm paralleling that to, he's a younger guy. Uh, you get likes, it's easy. I mean, even the Karen Stevens, y'all remember her? Um, she got super paid, super knowledge off of being super, you know what? Um, and it was a tell-all, you know what I mean? So there's, there's a popularization of people dry snitching. I ain't the culture I grew up in. Um, I don't, I don't condone it. I think people need to, if, if but it also go, works to the agreement that you make with that person, right? You right. Dealing with, and if he violated, if they did get together and he violated that arrangement by, you know, bumping his his mouth, then that's that's messed up. And that's kind of selfish. But well, that's what it is. So I, I can tell KG, you don't even know about this whole situation. So for those that don't know, uh, Will and Jada allegedly have an open marriage, okay? Meaning that they can do whatever they want to do as long as they are truthful with one another. 
you know, that that's what the, the understanding is. And how we know this is because it's been openly referred to throughout time, blah, blah, blah. But it's still alleged. We, we, it's no still, it's, it's alleged. No, let's confirm that. Neither Will nor Jada have flat out said, we in an open marriage. They have a marriage. I, I think, again, I'm married. And when I when we went through marriage counseling, one of the, the I remember a lot of stuff, but one of the takeaways that I had was, you create the, the rules of your marriage. Not other people, not society. You operate in your marriage however you guys agree to operate. It's not open, it's not closed, it's just your marriage. If in their marriage they have an opportunity to to venture out, that's still just I don't I don't believe in it being open to close. It's just what they agree to do in their marriage. Mm -hmm. I think people may be projecting their own thoughts into somebody else's relationship. Stay in your lane. Ain't got nothing to do with you. If you ain't if you ain't invited into the circle, then keep your ass where you at and stay on the sidelines. So you get the ticket to come in, then you just you good where you at. So. I I don't I remember early on I remember uh I was venting about something that was going on in my relationship to one of my best friends. Y'all know Greg, you know, rest in peace. And he was like, hey man, don't ever talk to me about my sister again. It's between you and her. This is like we don't mean married yet, but it was just like, again, some real talk and was like, you know. That's legit. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. But that's why I'm really proud of the people I surround myself with because y'all give me the truth. And from that point on, there ain't nobody being this but me and hers. Bottom line. Yeah. The, the, the thing that I think was really interesting about uh, what, what I read um, was that this came out like the way it came out was because you know, people were looking at August Alcina like you the home wrecker. Um, you out of pocket talking about this, you know, relation or alluding to this relationship with Jada and, 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 and we don't believe you. So now from what I understand, he has been very explicit in saying that no, me and Will had a man to man and he gave me the head nod and said it was okay. And he's saying that he's, he's, he's being explicit about it now because of the character assassination that happened to him. People's was pointing fingers at him. Like, you did him dirty. And he's like, I had a green light. I, I don't want no one thinking that I don't want no one assassinating my character. Like I was like underhanded. I was thinking of grass. No, you know, we, we had a man to man conversation and he, he was like, it's all good. I didn't I mean, read that. I thought he was promoting like a new project or something. He is. He yeah. is to a degree. He, he is promoting. Yeah, it's, it's coincidental that he's promoting a new project. Yeah, it but his response is I'm putting it out there now because I want I want it to be known that I'm not out here just willy-nilly doing this. This was okay. Like like we talked about it. Right. And then when I read the update to that article, it said that that uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's folks um are now saying, well, Jada Pinkett Smith denies that August and Will had a conversation about this. Mm. Wait, are you denying the fact that y'all had a relationship or are you denying the fact that Will Smith knew about it? Like, which is it? Because now we playing word games. See, I mean, to me, the it's, it's a very strange situation because the reason that he got involved with the whole family is because he was cool with Jaden. 
So that'd be like, you know, Jillian, my daughter brings one of her girlfriends home and there's a 25 year age difference, but I decide that I want to date this chick. That would be totally unacceptable to most people. However, you'll get, you'll get so much flack, flack for me. If the genders was reversed in this situation and Will had a young lady that Willow Smith had brought home that he decided he was going to be in a relationship with. And over the course of time, that young woman came out and was like, yeah, Will did this, that, and the third to me. Will Smith would be canceled. It would be over. However, Jada is not getting that same kind of blowback. Plus, I think, man, I think it was all emotional, man. I think, like Keltrick or Rye has said, whatever the, whatever the arrangement of that marriage is, it was their business. August maybe had the Willy Wonka ticket, and he just got emotionally attached, yo. He got emotionally attached. He couldn't control himself no more. Jada put Jada put that woo like, on him. Yeah. Had his mind all open. Got him some of that grown woman. Yeah, I mean, and he was just he was just stuck. Me, you know what I'm saying? He started writing love songs and yo, I'm just bugging out. I don't know what to do. And Willow's in the cut like thought you was grown, nigga. You know, but. <laughs> Keep my name out of this. I think right. it's just all emotions on that young buck, man. I, for real. That's I think he just got happen. taken to some next galaxies and his mind was like, yo, I got to tell somebody this. You know, so I don't know, boy. I understand that thought, though. He was foul for that. He's foul. He's supposed He's to. He's foul for that. I'm, I'm saying, but I understand, like, if you, we've all, all of us, none of us are virgins, clearly, but when you experience something that's like, man, this is fantastic. Right, it's I understand, but what but my thing is, what happened to the code? You know what I'm saying? There used to be a code. So I hear what y'all saying. Absolutely. No, no, there is for who though, fam. Wait, wait, pause, pause. Just to put it in the context according to what this article is saying. Um he told Complex, Complex, implying that Jada Pinkett and husband Will Smith have an open marriage. He said, um, he gave me his blessing. Alcina added, and I quote, I totally gave myself to that relationship for years of my life. And I truly and really, really deeply loved and have a ton of love for her. That sounds Wrong. like he, he no, no, had his foot on him. He Which fell one of those dudes had the, the breakdown? Him. Okay. So, I, again. Wait a minute. That's another part of this, too. Because at the time when he met, he was going through it. Mentally, he was on drugs, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I'm going to say this. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know about the story. Or I don't give a fuck about the story. Um, but there are men out there who are lying their dicks. And for some gain, for some clout, there are people that would do that. I don't, again, I, I could care less whether he did or didn't. I don't give a damn about it. But it's a, it's a, it's a possibility that he's out there lying on, on his meat just to get some attention. And mental health is real. Mm -hmm. He might have dreamt it. He might have, you know, we all, in people, all of us are guys and men. We didn't have wet dreams before. He might have had them all his life about Jada Pinkett Smith. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not saying I believe it, not agree with it, but I think his mental capacity, he's, he does have some a history of mental health issues that may be a part of what's going on with that too. 
Go ahead, Rob. Well, just so I'm clear, um, you think that he might be suffering from some mental psychosis and that he has created in his brain a phantom relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith? You think he made this up? I think it's possible. I mean, it's, 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 highly, it's, it's highly possible. If you look at, sorry, if, you, if you look at all the celebrities, I'm serious. I'm, I'm dead serious. You know, all the celebrities and the people who go in their house, they get butt naked in their bed. I mean, don't act like they can't be celebrity on celebrity. Right. You know what I mean? So, I, again, I'm not dismissing him. I'm just saying that we can we can legitimately question his motives, mm-hmm. we can legitimately question the the accuracy of what he said. Just because he say it passive, I mean, it's true. You know what I mean? If this, he has, I don't think he has anything to lose by saying this and everything to gain. There's notoriety. There's nothing to lose for him. He looks like a bum. He sounds like a complete bum. I, I, I think there's something to lose. I think, I think once he loses, if, if he's proven to be a liar, the credibility that's lost with that, like his career is over at that point in time. Like he, and, and he's talking about a relationship that they've had over years. So like he's 27 now, she's what, tw- uh, 48 now. So I'm imagining he was like 22, 23, yeah. 24, and something popped off, and they continued to do it over the course of years. And if he lost his mind nine times out of 10, it's because that Jada did what she did, and, and, and now he done lost his mind. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that he might be lying about the situation. I'm just saying that he he forgot the rules and he started right. talking. He started talking. If he lost his mind, he, he you lost your marbles. You started talking, and now you're dead to me. You should have yeah. kept that to yourself. Right. Like I've seen people be in relationships and situations where they was like, "Listen, we'll do. I'll do this, but if you ever say anything about it, I'm denying it. Period. Yeah. End of story." And I think that might have been a situation. So you you think he's telling the truth? I think well, he's telling I mean, the truth. There's there's <laughs> a lot of history. See, you don't. You don't know about this whole story, and that's fine. But they've got like a a history, so there's plenty of photographs of them over the years. Jada and August Alcina coming out where they are, where he was kind of like part of the family, you know, kind of hanging out at the house and just always around. And as time went on, people was like, "Well, wait a minute, is Jada and August Alcina fucking? What, what, what's going on?" And that was years back when they started doing all this kind of stuff. So the the scuttle button the rumor's been flying for a minute. Yeah. I think she saw that piece of man candy and she was like, mm, I'll take a little bit of it. Personally, yeah, he just he just got caught up on that emotional roller coaster and forgot the rules. So now he feel like everybody's turning his back on him or think I'm making this up. So now I'm gonna try to let everything all out. Right. Which is gonna further turn people away from you because now it's like a word. All right. And it, it, it based on what I've seen so far. I haven't seen her camp deny that they had a relationship. I, I, the way I'm reading it, they're denying that he had a conversation with Will Smith. I'm not wasting my, any of my data to look into this. Oh, you're not, not on Wikipedia. You're not going up on Google for it? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just interesting in that there's so many different ways to look at it. Jada, as you mentioned, is a fairly, I won't say an older woman. She's in her mid-40s, I'd imagine. 48, man. Yeah. That ain't mid, that's end of 40s. But middle I'm- age, middle age, late 40s. And August Alcina is in his late 20s. 
um, a lot of the conversation that goes on about so in social media about this whole thing is pretty much been a Jada is a pimp. And like we just said, put it on him and kind of mess with his head and he's responding poorly and blah, blah, blah. But I find it very interesting that if the genders were reversed, for example, uh, Diddy and uh, Steve Harvey's yeah. daughter. No, well, think about with Diddy and Cassie. Cassie was young Diddy as hell. Yeah, but I think Diddy got away with it. Diddy I mean, we say, we say Diddy because, you know, because eh, it's a real life example, I guess, Diddy. But the average the average 48-year-old going after a 20-something-year-old will be eviscerated. Period. Oh, 100%, no doubt. The average 48-year-old dude, um, he, he, he would definitely be a predator. He'd be a vulture. Um, but but Jay, they're not going to say that to Jada. Time out. I'm not sure I understand what you're saying. You're saying if a, if a man is 40-something and he dates... Daily 50. Let's say he's 40... 40s and 50s, and he's right. about in his 20s, he would be eviscerated. Absolutely, by society. Hell yeah! If, if, if he is not a, if he's not a celebrity, if he's not a celebrity, Period. absolutely, they'd be like, "That's a 20 year age difference." Oh, what's he gonna do with that? Da da da. He must. Yo, he was looking at her when she was 15, 16, 17. He would be mm -hmm. eviscerated. No. If he knew her when he was 15, 16, 17, then I can understand that. But if you meet somebody and you're 40 something years old and they're in their 20s, I don't. What if they was 19? You're 41, she's 19. I'm not 41. I'm so not saying you, I'm saying people. You, you. I want a 19 year old. There's nothing I can talk to a 19 year old about except, you know, getting their grades tight in college. <laughs> true, true. I mean, I, the bottom line is people don't like to accept that there are double standards in life and there are, there are many. Oh, this there's is absolutely double standards. There's, there's so many double standards. So an older woman can, be acceptably dating a much younger man. I feel like that's more taboo than a man than a younger woman, personally. It's what? What? I feel like an older woman dating a younger man is more taboo than an older man dating a younger woman. Oh, no. Well, you know what? Hold up. So the whole eviscerated fact, because I was thinking about that, but I want to make sure I had my facts. Think about it. Idris Elba is 45 and his wife is 29. And she is bad. Goddamn. But then again, it goes back to Rod's statement about being a celebrity, though. He's 45. His wife is 29. If it was a normal cat on the street with that, it'd be looked at kind of like, mm. I don't mm. think so. Don't I, think think so? Gets, I think what gets looked at funny is like the Courtney Stodden, is that her name? The chick who's like 15 or 16 or whatever, and her parents let her marry some actor. It's crazy. It's some crazy story. Damn. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard that one. I mean, everybody looks at it things, you know, differently, of course, but an older man and a younger woman is not as socially acceptable, in my opinion, as an older woman and a younger man because of misogyny. And it's part of the power structure because we look at a older man as being kind of a predator. He look, he is grooming the young woman. You see Robert Crabb's girlfriend? Uh, who? The owner of the Patriots. His mm. No, I haven't seen his girlfriend. No, I haven't. Y'all look it up. Yeah. But once again, the, yeah. and there's like there's a double standard male female, but then there's also a double standard celebrity um regular person. Uh, right. For example, uh Morgan Freeman. Y'all know about Morgan Freeman? Yes. Yeah. Neil's looking at me like, no, he don't. So so Morgan Freeman ended up in a sexual relationship with his step, not stepdaughter, step granddaughter. Mm, mm, mm. Right, right, right. Life. And what happened to him? Nothing. He's Morgan Freeman. 
Nothing. That's crazy. He's the voice of God. Nothing's going to happen to him. That's crazy. Well, I mean, if we take it back to all the way when we were still teenagers, which I always thought was, you know, not to deviate too much, but when they were bringing up charges on everybody else, I'm like, Woody, what was his name? What was the producer Woody that married Allen. his own stepdaughter? Woody, Woody Allen. Woody, Woody Allen. Allen. You marry your own stepdaughter, and that was cool in Howard. No, I mean, in Hollywood. No beef. No nothing. Like, oh, he just married his stepdaughter. There was no beef. It was, yeah, it no. was beef. He just <laughs> didn't give a damn about it enough. If that happened today, if Woody Allen tried to do that type of stuff today, I think it'd be a totally different response than it was back in the 90s. I think if he was African-American or a minority, he would be received in the same capacity. No. Spike Lee did something like that. Absolutely not. But it's yeah. double standards. That's like I'm saying. It just is what it is. What about if Ava DuVernay did something like that? It had like a little 16-year-old uh, hunk back at the crib? Yeah. If oh. they were underage, then that's totally different. But if she had like a little young man that's 21, 22, the internet would be like, you go, girl. Go to me. I like Ava. Ava's dope. Like, I don't mean me like, like she's, she's attractive, but I'm saying like fine, like a mental, like she's, I like what she stands for. She's dope. What does that have to do with, am I? We were talking about, you know, age difference and Blase Skippy and all that. But okay, so that kind of brings up another thing here. Since we're talking about relationships and different forms of relationships, KG, I get it. You feel like once you get married, the rules are whatever you guys established. Do you feel there's this thing outside? I don't know if y'all know this or not. I'm deep on the internet. Polyamory is having a moment, okay? Meaning love for many, love for all. I think that's what that means. Love for many, something like that. Google it. Do y'all believe that you can be in a satisfying relationship with more than one person where you sincerely do love this person and you love that person you're in different relationships watch this when you got that one but they're not necessarily together it's just you know everybody knows about everything could you possibly like i can't even really fathom that sometimes but i know plenty of people who claim this and are all about it i think um is it possible yeah i think it's possible I think part of the obstacle, honestly, is we have been kind of fed this religious analogy of kind of one body, one everything, and that's what we've adopted. You know, I don't know about y'all, but you know, I grew up as a preacher's kid, so I was in church a lot. And in church, you you are you kind of there's strict rules you can apply. You have that are applied in church. Where I grew up, women couldn't wear pants in church. So the thought of your polyamorous uh, situation, if I still adopted that mentality, would be bizarre to me. Mm -hmm. In America, for the, for the masses, it's bizarre. But if you, I'm going to use this phrase, like unlearn, if you kind of think for yourself, um, go pursue your own level of knowledge and not just kind of regurgitate what you've been told or taught your whole life, then it's definitely an, an avenue for you to kind of, you know, venture off into your relationships. I think it depends on what you individually can tolerate. And then you go seek out people who are lined up with your mentality. No different than us. I mean, I'm not saying that we are polyamorous, but one of the reasons we get along because there's, there's some synergy that we have. We, we kind of have a, a lot that we think about either similarly or we accept how we think about things differently and say, you know what, that's, I don't agree with that, but, you know, that's cool for you. Um, right. So that's kind of what I think about it. I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's like 
for for each his own. Everybody has their own truth that they're centered around, that they're grounded in. Because I mean, that's that's thoughts that I've had before, not necessarily polyamorous, but in the sense that was it natural for you to be with one person for the rest of your life? Like, was I taught that? Did I see that in relationships? Was it church? Like, is it overall natural? And I still don't have an answer for it, but could I see myself being with one person for the rest of my life? Yes. But at the same token, where did I get that idea from? You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like, I'm not even going to go that deep. But it's just everybody's truth. Go deep. Go that No, but I'm, no, because I'm, I'm really thinking about it. When you think about a relationship and, you know, we've all, we're two married people and two people that's not been married. But when you all been married, when you think about, the idea of a relationship, like who ingrained that in us to stay, we are meant to be with one person for the rest of our life. Was it church? Was it those of us that had both parents in the house? And we're like, hey, I need something like I see mom and dad for the rest of my, where did the idea come from? And who's to say that's natural? And who's to say that's not? You know, that's something you got to question and find your own truth within yourself. But the idea of polyamorous, I don't knock anybody for it. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I wouldn't be like, oh, that's wrong. If, if that's your truth and it works for you, go for it. Well, we, we didn't ask this question, and Ron, I know you got to go, but we didn't ask, would we be okay if we were will? Like, if, if, if that whole thing is true, mm-hmm. would you, as a, as a married man, be cool if you was will? Hmm. I'm, you know, I'm just throwing it out there, but Ron, you can go ahead and, and tackle that. Right. Yeah, we, we, we should answer that question. Um, so the way I look at it, it, it you know, the le- levels to this, levels to this, right? So when you talk about polyamory, um, I'll, I think about it in the context of um, polygamy, right? So like w- relationships traditionally are, especially in American culture, you're, you're in a relationship with someone with the expectation that sooner or later you, you two will potentially get married if it's good, if it's going the right way. Right. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is you're going to make a conscious, deliberate decision based on the American system of, uh, of marriage. Um, it is illegal to marry multiple people. It is, it is not legal in America to be in a polygamous relationship. You can't have polygamy is about having multiple wives, multiple husbands. That is not honored in the States. So the culture has said, you are on track to marry one person. So now I have got to behave as if I'm with that one person. When I think of polyamory, it's not really about who I'm on track to marry. It's who do I feel like having sex with? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what polyamory is about. It's about sharing that, that, that sexual space with multiple po- partners and, and everyone being okay with it. Like it, it, at least this is the way I my view of polyamory. I, I may be wrong. Y'all can correct me. But if if polyamory is a, a, if polyamory is about having sex with multiple partners, then what you're saying is you're giving up you're giving up the conscious choice and decision to be monogamous. Like when you get in a relationship with someone, you don't all of a sudden stop seeing other people as being attractive. Like that doesn't happen. You don't get in a relationship and all of a sudden become a eunuch in, in like, I have no attraction to no one else. That When you get in a relationship and you decide to be in a monogamous relationship, what you're saying is, I'm going to be disciplined enough not to go that route, not to bone anyone else. 
But if I'm going to be in a polyamorous relationship, I could bone multiple people at the same time. Because here's the definition. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead Neil. You got oh, it. Come on, y'all, Wikipedia and YouTube. Because no, I, I, I knew what happened. The definition, polyamorous. Characterized by or involved in the practice of engaging in multiple sexual relationships with the consent of all the peoples involved. I want to have sex with who I want to have sex with. It's my understanding. It's polygamy is a little different, though. It's saying polygamy, say? it polygamy is almost universally heterosexual. Only one person has multiple spouses of a different gender. Right. But but that's spouses who you most marrying multiple people and having sex with multiple people are two different things. Yeah, so that means Jade, if what you're saying around Jada and Will, they're polyamorous. Yes, because Jade is not trying to marry August Alcina at all. It's my understanding that polyamory is love, meaning you know I have love for you. Can it involve sex? I guess so. Fine, but it's also it's supposedly sex. it's sex. That's people dummying down um, love. Like, like, like that whole concept of making love. I, I have love with multiple people, which means I'm exhibiting that love physically. Like, that's where you're having sex with multiple people. Just, it is what it is. You don't have to pretty it up to be like, oh, we're showing love to each other. Y'all are getting nuts. Y'all are nutting off with multiple people. Just, ex just accept it for what it is. So if that is the case, if having sex with multiple people means that you are polyamorous, then I submit many people are polyamorous because it's a lot of uh, crossed wires out yeah, here. That's, in the that's, no. Raising that definition with the consent of all peoples involved. Many people are cheating. Right. Many people Stop are consent. Doing different things under the cover of dark, yeah. but they're not necessarily polyamorous. It's a new world out here, relationship-wise. There's a whole lot of terms um, that are being used on the internet that might not necessarily be thrown around on regular, average, everyday, such as like uh, relationship anarchy, polyamory, relationship yeah. anarchy. I don't know exactly what it means. I think it just means everybody do go for what you know and no holds barred. Just go for it, handle it. And we out here, um, don't ask, don't tell is also a policy. Um, a whole lot of different avenues and things. It's, it's very interesting. People need to come back. You're going to come back here with, with, yeah, we're going to come back to that in, in COVID or the coochie. No, nah, don't, don't do that. Thank you. No comment. Over the coochie. But I mean, to answer KG's earlier question, if I was Will Smith, my main concern, my main problem right now is actually with Jada because you picked a loud mouth ass side piece. Now, because you picked this dude, all our business is in the streets, all our business is all on Instagram and on the shade room. He's an idiot, so it's already established he's an asshole. But I'm talking about Jada, you gotta pick your hoes better. So if I'm Will, I'm mad about that. But me and her, we've been married, we're business partners, you're the mother of my children, blah, blah, blah. We good together. But the fact that you picked this one, Yo, you got you got to do better. I'm mad at you about that. If I was will, but as far as I also would never uh, tacitly give my approval. I don't even want to meet your side piece. I shouldn't even know that that person exists. I can kind of understand it and be like, okay, where's Jada? Oops, I really don't want to know that. I ain't even gonna. I retract that question. I don't want to know. But I don't want to meet him and be like, yeah, go ahead, bang my wife. You do that. No, I, I don't. I don't need to give you that approval. 
I got a different, I'm, I'm, I'm a, we can touch on it, but I'm, I'm curious. Have you noticed that the more wealthy people get, the more adventurous they get in their love life, right? I'm serious. If you think about, I think people love what they can afford to love, right? So I was having a discussion. I was like, man, I don't know if I want to be rich because they do some weird, like, they do some weird things, man. They do some really weird shit. And I ain't into that kind of weird, weird shit. Are you sure? <laughs> you not sure. <laughs> I know you. I'm not into all of that. Yeah. I don't think you got to be weird or rich to do those types of things, but that's another combo. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, uh, I think that, pe I think what we're seeing, similar to something Rashima said uh, a few weeks back, you know, culture is changing very, very gradually, but it is changing. And the idea, I think so many people are tied up in ownership of somebody. When people think I'm in a relationship with you, we equate that, or we did equate it with like ownership of you. You can't do certain things because I'm with you and I'm kind of, it's not your vagina anymore. Really, it's mine. You can't do what you want to do with it. Well, those are people like that. You got to do what you got to do. Don't, don't take my, my, my prior words out of context. That I wasn't talking about that. No, no. no. <laughs> Culture is changing. But it's, what's going on with sex and sexuality is the same game that's been going on for forever. And I think mm. Keltrick is right. Like when, when people get a certain level of money and, and it has attracted all types of things to them, and, and they've partaken in all types of things, they get to a point where they're like, okay, I'm desensitized to that. Well, let me try this. I think people with, 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 with fame, with money, with notoriety, they be like, they don't want to be having the eyes wide shut parties and stuff like that. Like the average Joe don't be doing that foolishness. Yeah. That's why they got those, they got those NDAs. Like you can't go to somebody's party unless you like relinquish your phone. You gotta sign documentation. That's some weird stuff, man. That's like some some Epstein. I'm not saying they pedophiles, but that's like some Epstein level type stuff that they be doing. An average Joe signing an NDA, gentlemen, I assure you <laughs> that that lifestyle can be led with no money. <laughs> Nonetheless, I do understand what y'all saying. <laughs> Um, there was a lot of assurance right there, brother, but okay. Yeah, but uh, on, on another level, I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, flying to different cities for certain things. I got you. Okay. Maybe I'm just yeah. approved. If yeah. you ever look up the lifestyle, just Google that one of these days. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm not responsible for my knowledge. No, I'm good. Right. Hey, Rock, could you be Will in that dynamic? Absolutely not. I couldn't be Will. I couldn't be Will, and not, and not because of the you um. If I was Will, and I gave him the head nod, nah, go ahead and do that. And the moment he opened up his mouth, that's when I'm saying I couldn't be Will, because I would have punched him. I'd have punched him dead in his mouth as soon as he opened his mouth. I'd have hit him, because we had an agreement. You stepped outside of that agreement, and somehow, some way, I need to feel that there was some retribution for that. So I couldn't be Will in that respect. I wouldn't let PR people handle that. Now I would need to handle that. But I think that's the catch-22 because then if Will handles it, then that's a confirmation of something that you're trying to say doesn't exist.
Mm-hmm. Like, why would you give energy on it or to it if it wasn't the case? Yeah. So, and I, I, I don't like I. Now, could I be will and have a wife and have her at at 48, 49, 50 stepping out with a twenty some year old? To John's point, possession. Mm. I'd be like, the. F- <laughs> nah, I couldn't do that. Mm. I can't. Got to be real with yourself. I can't share. I, I remember. I remember. I had one. I, I dated one one young lady long, long, long time ago when we were in seat in place a long, long time ago, and um, I know who this is. And 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 and, and, and sh- we had a conversation. I'm not going to talk about what led up to the conversation, but we had a conversation where we was like, "All right, cool. You know, you there, I'm here. You do what you do, and I'll do what I do, and it's going to be okay." Because you know. It was unequal in terms of experience. Going out there and get the experience you feel you need in order to be comfortable in a long-term relationship with me. I went to sleep, woke up the next day, like, nope. Either we together, we not. We not doing no open stuff. And how long did that last? Was she like, okay, it is what it is or what? Oh, we broke up. That was it. That was it. Nah, man. Sometimes it's got to be that way. Look on this, I think, um, do what your conscience can bear. Right, so if, if I if I was with, I would appreciate the fact that she gave me the option to have a discussion about whatever she was desiring. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, we don't we don't own each other. We're just in this partnership together, and sometimes partners want different things. Doesn't mean that she don't want him. She just may True. want a different drink at the moment. You know, and that's. And I, I think it's okay to have the discussion. I don't have to say yes. I don't have to say no. Um, but I think you owe it to your partner to have the discussion. And at least in my opinion. So could I be will in that situation? Yeah, you're damn right I could because hmm. I think I know that I'm mature enough to have the discussion. Now, is it going to be comfortable? Probably not. I mean, nobody, I don't think anybody wants to in the beginning, know that somebody else is going to be with their their person, their spouse. But I've been saying this about everything. Um, life ain't about comfort. You know, it's about working through the discomfort to get to a place where you find the, the satisfaction that you went through something that was difficult and challenging and know that you can do it. So. Man, yeah, I like I, that phrase that you said, because I like that. Would you say do what your conscience can, what would you just yeah. say there? What was that old school movie when we were all little with uh, Demi Moore um, when, when, when Robert Redford made the proposal? And a proposal. Mm, I used to ask people that along. I just, there's no way in hell for the betterment of anything could I ever, ever. So many married couples I knew, they were like, well, if I know we gonna, it's going to put us in a different level. In the, hell no. Ain't no the way in there. The motivation was different, Neil. That motivation was financial. I still couldn't do it, brother. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I agree with you. Hear me out. I'm saying he wanted to pimp out his wife. That's a whole different dynamic. That's but they needed the money too, though. I'm not saying they did or didn't. I'm just saying that's that's a dumb that's a dumb strategy if you want to pimp out your wife, unless you a pimp and you know you a pimp and you good with selling your wife's coochie. Mm. If plenty of people that get off on watching a woman get they banged do. out, no, I ain't knocking them. I'm just saying, in, in in that situation, he wasn't a pimp. He was desperate. Mm-hmm. That's why he couldn't handle it. 
I'm saying that if he was a dude who was like what you're talking about, I think they call him a cuckold or something like that. If he's one of those kind of guys, and he would have been like, all right, let's get this money. I, mean, I want to watch. I'm good with that. <laughs> um, but he wasn't built for that. Mm. His conscience couldn't bear it. That goes to what I just what I just said. But if if there's if there's a if there's a couple out there, and somebody said I I'll give you a million to, to to have sex with your wife, and they do that anyway, they'd be like, he he would ask her, do you want to do it with him? I'm good. True. You know what I mean? So she I'm was good. like asking him if I remember the movie correctly, like, are you okay with this? Do you think we should? And at first they was like, no, and then he was like, well, yeah, maybe. And just you know. Mm. So for a million dollars, millionaire comes up to you, Bill Gates, and is like, one million, one night with your wife. You, Neil, you would be like, absolutely not. I'm not doing it. Period. Two you're, asking wrong, you're asking the wrong person. This is true. I'm, I know the answer for both. Of, I'm going to answer for both of you and say no. There's no money that you would accept for to let somebody else sleep with your wives. So. That's not, why I was asking me. Again, the question is not for us to answer. Right. What is the, que what, 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 the question? What is really like if a woman comes up to us and say, I will give you money to have sex with you, would your uh -huh. wife be okay with that? Why the hell would you even tell her? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. So wait a minute. So Oprah comes up to you. She, she catches you at the grocery store. She's like, I got one million in cash right now, tax-free. You and me at the Motel 6. And you gonna call your wife and be like, can I? Would you really? I mean, I know the answer is yes, because you're a good dude. But, um, yeah. Well, I think the point is, <laughs> thank you. if a dude, a millionaire, Bill Gates is running up, I give you a million for your wife. That That's a decision that the wife has to make. Agreed. I, I can't make that. It's what the question is whether or not I'm going to be okay with what her answer is. Facts. If she looks at me and she's like, "We got a million dollars," am I going to be okay with how she got that million dollars? Would like, you be I, okay with it? She comes home with a million. Your wife comes home with a million. Don't she says, "Don't ask no questions. We just got a million dollars." Would you be? Would you not ask any questions, or would your inner curiosity not allow that? Like. I got to know how you got this money. I don't know, man. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't tell you. We delve into a whole different type of thing, but I think it goes into a lot of what it, I think a lot of this is like ego, male ego, even female ego. Um, some men don't want their women to, to have like, you know, sexual toys. Um, some women don't want their men to watch porn. Mm -hmm. um, everybody may have that different thing. I mean, some men, they get married, they don't want their women to do certain things to them because they, you know, they feel like it's a little weird to them. Right. Um, I mean, everybody kind of has a whole different dynamic. Right. Where did um, you learn that from? <laughs> <laughs> no. Got to kiss my kids with that mouth. I'm not with that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wouldn't say it like I wasn't gonna go out of the way. I just, <laughs> the great no chaser. Tell the story then. You can tell the story. I ain't gonna tell it. I mean, there's no story to tell. Somebody's got their little hangups or whatever. 
Um, I'm the type of person that I'm actually a very ace. I won't even say asexual, but sex is not a super huge big deal to me. So having it, not having it, what you're doing and blah, blah, blah. That's not what I get wound up about. I do get wound up about respect and all that kind of thing. And the idea that, you know, you are engaging, maybe you give somebody oral and then you want to come home and like kiss your children or whatever. It's just, it's difficult for me. It's just difficult. It just is what it is. But I, I'm assuming this is going to get cut. Anyway, yeah, go ahead, KG. <laughs> so I, I was, I'm just curious. I never asked this question before. I'm just curious. Could you do oral and then kiss your kids? Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of it, contrary to popular belief. That's something that actually... I try to, that's like special occasion. Like, <laughs> answer the question, brother. Can you answer the question, brother? Yes or no? Could you? No, I would not. No, I would not. I feel some kind of way about that. So how'd you go from no to special, from special occasion to no? Because once upon a time, that was part of my game plan. This is how I get down. But then I had children and I was like, wait a minute. I feel some kind of way about this. Now, is that to say that my oral hygiene is jacked up, that I can't go brush my teeth or gargle or whatever? Of course not. But it's just, it's, it's a mental thing. It's a mental thing. And you just put in your mouth on, there's plenty of people that don't like to kiss. John, I thought this was called straight no chaser, brother, but it's, it's okay. Straight no chaser. I got you. So you're going to stay with that answer? What? That is the answer. That was a very good answer, Neil. That's the answer. That, what you got on this, Rod? What, 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 oh, my answer to the question? Would I not kiss my... Of course, <laughs> <laughs> of course I would. It's as simple as that. Yeah, we, yeah, John. I, I, hey, again, that goes to a point we all different, man. Right. Right. I mean, there's plenty oh, of things that people is into that y'all ain't, and vice versa. Absolutely. So, um, we've tried to avoid it all this time. We got to touch base about uh, Breonna Taylor. They still haven't arrested her killers. Um, Elijah McClain. That's an ongoing situation. It's ongoing. What do y'all think about the protests or that whole movement, the whole energy? I feel like it's starting to dissipate a little bit. Or are we just kind of going into a new phase of it? Well, Trump just said people who are Black Lives Matter, I think he called them terrorists or something like that. Mm. Um, to, today, if I'm not mistaken. Um, again, I go back to my original statement. I don't think of dissipating. Um, I think that I was just having this discussion earlier today. He is an asset to the Black Lives Matter movement. And not like purposely, mm. because if, if the president was Mitt Romney or Mitch McConnell or some other you know Republican, they would try to come out and say something that would at least attempt to bring some unity to the country. His ego won't allow him to do anything like that. So, you know, by him taking this, this staunch stance on it, it's actually a, an asset. And I say all that to say, there's no way that this, this movement can die because he himself will not allow it. I don't know if y'all paid any attention. Um, Trump and them raised like $130 million recently for his reelection. Um, 
think he's definitely going to be in there. But yeah, yeah. we we need. Yeah, I need to take a look at that. Um, just so I know that that's accurate because yeah, that's a hell of a lot of money. Um, so so the wife and I was talking about this earlier today that that uh, one of the things that she brought up is that Trump is now him shifting in election gear, election mode. He is becoming the the most racist version of himself now. Like he was already racist, but now he's becoming the most racist version of himself because that is what his base, um, that's like that's like meat to the lions. Like his base wants to see that, needs to see that he's speaking up on their behalf. And um, to, to Cage's point, like, yeah, but because of, of how he's going to campaign, that will not allow the movement to die down. Like, there's going to, every single day, there's going to be something for us to react to, to protest against, to respond to, because every day he's going to say something that's racist. And, 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 and the, the movement won't die down. Like, if he just went away in the corner yeah. and didn't say anything for months, yeah but no people don't always have something to say whether it's about that either say again it's not just the, the bounty the alleged bounty on the american soldiers that's crazy that he has yet to really address oh yeah um, you know this listen man this dude is you got the covid the cases are spiking um unemployment although we did have a, a record quarter and you know, from a stock market standpoint, but that even that is that that's fake. It's I don't I don't disagree. I'm just saying, yeah. like, what's all kind of happening? Yeah, employment. Get the Russia thing. You have the book that his his family member wants to post or wants to come out with. You got John Bolton or whatever his name is kind of coming out. Mm -hmm. Governors who are like on his side that are now reversing course, that are slowing down the the reactivation of their governments and economies in their local states. And then you have the civil unrest. You have him standing staunchly on the side of, we need to protect these slave owning like institutions, like the, the, uh, the military institutions. He is on the wrong side of so many different things. I mean, there's no way this dude can win, in my opinion, unless he cheats. So here's the thing. What if, if this is what we were me and I were talking about earlier today? Um, what if he does win? What if he does win, or, and or what if he cheats to win? Mm -hmm. What do you think the populist response will be to that? And like, what's going to be like your 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 family, your individual, your personal response to that? Like, I'll tell you, like if he cheats to win, yeah, like we kind of see that there's going to be large uprest. Uh, unrest um, throughout the country. Like people, like we we haven't seen cities burn down yet. If he wins and it's clear it's a win by way of cheat, powder keg, it's a wrap. You might as well just just break out the dustpan and the broom because we got to clean stuff up for the next three four years. And in terms of your own personal response, do we sit around and watch that? Like do we do we hop out in the streets? do we lead a country like what what's what's what would be a personal or individual response to that that's a tough question man um i think it's a it's a variety of all of those things he doesn't anger me 
Like I don't get angry when I see him speak. Um, in fact, I'm, I'm, I try to always be in the middle in terms of, I get my information from, on Twitter, I follow everybody. I follow Fox News, I follow Breitbart, I follow everybody on, on the left and the right and everything in between because there's always spin. I give you an example. The people in um, Missouri that they had the guns, do have the assault rifle and do have the pistol. The woman, his wife had the pistol. If somebody was broke down my gate to my house and I have firearms, goddamn right I'll come out there with a firearm or my rifle or whatever and tell you to get the fuck off my property. Period. Now, I don't know if that's true, but on Fox News, they showed his gate that was destroyed and people coming inside of his property. On CNN, that was never shown. Right, that wasn't really even addressed. So I think unfairly, if that is true, he's being you know, characterized in an inappropriate fashion. Because every one of us would do the exact same thing if we felt like somebody was breaking into our property on our land and infringing on things that we, we actually paid for. I say all that to say, I would be angry, I would be disappointed in, in, the, in the people that elected him um, and I would, I'm already strongly considering leaving here. I just, I got to figure out if I can do it um, financially. Oh, it's doable. It, I think it is. <laughs> like, but we, I, I agree with you, though. I, I think it's, it's really, again, just unlearning, right? Because we think that this is the best thing out there because that's what we've always said. America the Great, America the, all this other stuff that we've been fed. Um, I mean, I know people that have left. They seem to be very, very happy. Um, just, you know, what level of comfort we can, we can figure out, but it's definitely an option. It, it, it reminds me of when I, when I first got down to DC from New York and, and one of my first reactions was, oh my God, I don't have to live the way I've been living. Like all, all on top of each other, you know, hustle and bustle every day, all day with my brain can't calm down or relax. Like for me, everyone, they, you know, they like the idea that it's, you know, you know, doggy, dog, you got to hustle. You don't got to live that way. This, it was like, when I got down here, that was the first time I saw that there's so many places in America that you can live a completely different life. Mm. And then when I went abroad, same thing. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm like, Oh, this is dope. I don't have to live the way I'm living in the States. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So that, that is on long-term plan. We got a list of spots we're looking at. And we, and we have a timeline laid out of when we're going to jump ship. But we're also prepared to jump ship if we need to jump ship, ship if this place just becomes so unreasonable we can't stay. Like, we lose sight of the fact that, uh, that America can go the same way as every other country that, that lost this way in world history. Like, we sit back and act like America can't implode. We sit back and act like America can't lose its marbles. Yes, it can. And that's why that's why world leaders aren't really bugging out so much over Trump. Because they've had all them other different countries have had that type of leader at some point in time in their history that was that was leading the country into a into the trash. So oh. now it's just like, well, it's America's turn. 
I don't think they're bugging out because of that. I mean, it's possible, but I think that's a part of it because that a part of their world. When you look at world history, they've had despots, they've had dictators, they had people who were unreasonable, they had reasonable, they had crazy people in leadership, and now they're sitting back like America, your turn, have fun. I think they're not they're saying anything because I don't think anybody likes a bully. I don't think anybody wants to see people win all the time. Like mm-hmm. the Patriots, like the Bulls in the 90s. Although I'm a Bulls fan, so I, I love seeing the win. But, you know, do people typically don't like winners. Like this typically like a, a sentiment of if you win all the time. I'm saying like if you always are winning, it's like, man, damn, can somebody else get a shot to be number one and something to win something? And I feel like right now people are like, I think China's on deck. They like, oh, let's let's keep it coming. Um, and so I, I think that's why people are kind of like, in, in a lot of respects, supporting him um, and and kind of coddling him because it, this dude is self-destructive. And he's going to take everything down with him. Um, so I, I think that's why people are kind of like, okay, like Britain ain't really like this dude's a clown, even though you've, you've heard hot mics, but they're clowning him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so everybody's laughing, but him and us, because we're, we're the ones involved in it. I mean, um, number one, he's still going to get the majority of white people's votes period. That makes him a, in my opinion, the favorite. The incumbent normally wins in elections. I, I, I've said the whole time that he's going to win. So, you know, it is what it is. As far as what I'm going to do after the fact, um, the local and the state, you know, elections have way more to do with the day-to-day kind of stuff. Uh, and on that level, at least where I am, you know, we're making good progress. I don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. However, my long-term plan is to go to another country simply because, you know, I would be able to make my money stretch and live a a different way, you know, based on a smaller amount of money in Costa Rica or something like that. But to Ra's point, I got a friend of mine that's on the internet. He had a trip to Costa Rica planned before the quarantine set in and his flight was like, you know, March 1st or something like that. So he flew to Costa Rica and then he got stuck there. Well, now he's planning on staying there because it's like he's buying land. He can buy an acre of land for $50,000, put another $50,000 and build a house. And he's living, you know, uh, uh, 400 yards from the beach. He can do whatever he needs to do for his job on the internet. He's like, why should I come back? You know what I'm saying? What's the point? He ain't got no kids. He ain't got no woman. He's like, I got the money to do it. Why not? I'm out. So it, it can, it's definitely doable. People do it all the time. There's plenty of expats all over the world. What you got, Neil? No, nah, I mean, everything that y'all said is is real. Because trust me, I've, I've thought about that situation myself. And it's like, what level of comfortability am I willing to either increase or lose? But my main thing right now is for my girls. But once they graduate and go to college, Hey, I would go back to Jamaica in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? Like, I see come on down, brother. I got the land for it. We got, you know what I mean? But it's just, I think Ross said it first, like getting our mind programmed to what America has quote unquote given us, what we thought this was the land of, because Jamaica may not have as much 
as America does, but the peace of mind, I'm willing to take that at the drop of a dime. So Jamaica's looking real good to me. I've definitely thought about it. Most people that leave here are less stressed. Like, I don't know anybody who's left here and feel like the stress level is high. I don't hear anybody complaining about money. I don't hear people complaining about like law enforcement. There, there are cultural rules and norms that people need to get adjusted to, but I don't hear anybody that's saying, you know what, I'm ready to come back like now. It's like, mm-hmm. mm, I'm good. Word. I'm I mean, I've lived in a few different places, uh, abroad in different countries or whatever the case is. I love living in America. I got to tell you, man, I mean, having lived in South Africa and China and a couple different other spots, yo, there's really no place like America on earth for us specifically. Now, does that mean it's perfect? Absolutely not. Does it mean that we've got to work to try to make it as good as we can get? And that requires more than just changing your Facebook avatar or, you know, voting every four years, whatever the case is. Political, um, action requires more than just that type of symbolic stuff. But I mean, I'm just now getting to the money. Uh, no, I, I got to stay, baby, at least for another 10 years. Yeah, but you can, you can make money elsewhere. Mm. You can. Like, you don't have to be in America to make money. This is true. There's and, money being made elsewhere. And at some point in time, don't we get sick and tired of begging these white people to stop killing us? Like, like we, we literally begging them to let us play in their game. Like, don't we get sick and tired of that? But if you go abroad, aren't you going to be doing the same thing over there? Not necessarily. Part of it. Not necessarily. Depends on where you go. You got, it's like picking a mate. You better choose wisely. Like, I ain't going to go to North Korea, no foolishness like that. Like, if I pick a, if I pick a a, a country, it's going to be a country where I feel like there's some, some upper mobility for me. Like, I'm going to do the research, but don't you get sick and tired at, at some point in time, of having to always beg people to stop beating you, stop killing you, let you play in a game, let you make their money. Like, why are we begging people to be friends with us? Same thing with a relationship. I'm not going to beg you to be my girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Don't we get sick and tired of that at some point in time? I mean, yeah, you know. Because that's what we're doing as a people. Stop beating us. Stop killing us. Let us, you know, let us get this. Don't we get sick and tired of it? I think that if you go to another country, whether it's Costa Rica, Ghana, Russia, you name it, there's going to be uh, rules and regulations and black people catch hell all over the world, including Africa, including the Caribbean. So, you know, no matter where you go, if you go and you do not have money, you do not have the ends to be kind of independent and you're relying on a job or some income of some type, you're going to be at the, the mercy of the authorities, no matter where you are. And so they tend to beat up on black people there. Stick stick with the devil you know. That's pretty much what you're saying. I think that uh, this is a whole different subject, but yeah, I believe that there's a difference between black people and African-Americans. And we, black people, have this, and we need to make it as good as we can make it so that our children ain't going through the same stupid-ass process in 20 years. And that requires actual work and getting out in the streets and protesting and petitioning and doing all the same old stuff. But no, I'm not planning on going nowhere and being like, all right, I'm moving to Costa Rica. I'm moving to Grenada, Panama, wherever. And, you know, that's it. Now I got to make it happen here. Okay. But I'm going to send y'all a telegram. And during my little one-week vacation every year, 
I'm gonna just go around and be like, I'm gonna go to Neil's house one year. I'm gonna go to Amsterdam and Ross house another year. Come on year. over to the Netherlands. We'll be we'll right? be in Netherlands. <laughs> it was okay. All right. Question. Versus they had Jada and Fab on. There's a Cam got signed for a year at the Pats. Ex MVP. Um, people are upset about his contract. NBA basketball is allegedly supposed to start sometime this month. Yes. My question is, do we care? No, I do. Yes. Do we as in the individuals on, on this the screen or do we as like just black America, the nation? Answer both. Care? Answer both. Of course we care. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, y'all might not give a damn about Cam Newton or Fab versus Jada. Speaking of, Jada crushed Fabulous. But um, yeah, that's a that's a major discussion point out there. You know what I'm saying? I am desperate for sports. I'm desperate for some damn live music. I am so pissed off I can't go to concerts. I can't even put it into words. So I'm, I'm ready for all that. I'm ready for baseball to come back. I'm ready for football, basketball, all of the above. Yeah, I'll tell you when 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 they when they when they do the opening pitch, um, Nats versus Yankees, I'm gonna be watching it. I'll, I'll be right here at the crib watching it because I I do want to see, I want to see the, the 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 world champions, you know, smack some 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 bats and balls. I want to see that, so I do care. Um, that whole Cam that contract, the, like an MVP for the league minimum. He's getting like a million plus to play a year. And you got you got quarterbacks who could barely toss the ball getting paid millions of dollars. Like I I do want to sit back and see like, yo, what's the rationale behind that? Do you feel that you need to prove something? So give me a year contract for the league minimum and I'll show you. Like, like yeah. that's just something I, I want to see play out. But um, people don't know they the Patriots are the only people that even gave him an offer. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody wanted Cam. I think they looked at Cam as if like he's he's had a lot of injuries the last couple yeah. couple seasons. So they're like, eh, we don't know if you can still do what you can do. And right. honestly, what have you done? Like you've broken records, you know, but have you really won it? You know, so it's questionable. But I want to see how that 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 storyline plays out. And with that whole Jada um bad thing, I didn't watch much of it. I only kind of peeped in towards the end. By that time, Jada was drunk on his behind. But I, I will say, I will say, you know, growing up, born and raised in Yonkers, I, I kind of felt bad because I, when I heard about it, I was like, damn, Fab is going to roast him. Fab is going to kill him. And then when I was peeping it, and then the reaction, I was like, so I like the underdog story. You know, the fact that no one, no one expected Jada to kill that. And Jada came out and, and he rocked. He rocked Fab. So, so stuff like that. I do care. Do I think we should care as a people? I do because nothing, nothing in excess is good. You know, we need balance. We need to relax. At some point in time, we we need to be like, stop worrying about COVID. Stop worrying about money. Stop worrying about work. Stop worrying about stress, and just enjoy the aesthetics that you you like to enjoy. If you like sports, if you like music, if you like the arts. You need to, like, I can't wait till the movie theaters open up. I will be in there with a mask on, sitting six feet away from everybody, because I enjoy cinema in a damn theater. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so I, I, 
Yeah, I think I, I care about it. I mean, with the whole um, Jada and Fab thing, you know me, y'all know me, I love hip hop, I love music. Did I really care about it? No, because I was already biased in my mind that Jada would have won anyway. And when John told me he did, I was like, oh, all right, cool. So I didn't feel like I had to watch it and sit down and like, ooh. So mm -hmm. for that, I really didn't care. Um, the Cam thing, uh, that's a little disrespectful, but we'll, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. You know, I mean, it's a little foul. But again, do I personally care about it? No. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I believe in the sense that everybody has to have their vice. They got to have something that they're like, you know, brings a little kid out of them like, ooh, you know, to get our attention away from COVID and the race and everything else and Trump. But me personally, it doesn't face me one way or the other, man. Like, if it piques my interest and I happen to check on it, all right, cool. But if it didn't happen, I wouldn't be devastated. If that battle never happened, I wouldn't be devastated. If I didn't hear anything about the NBA, I would have been like, damn, when they going to bring up something about the NBA? So, right. That's all. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Um, we know. No. I, no they don't, you know, but they don't know. Um, I think that keep your eye on the prize. You know, if people talk about the mama mentality, about the Kobe that everybody wants to adopt that mantra, I think this is an opportunity for people to really live that. This is not Nobody is going to lose any sleep for a battle between Jadakiss and Fabulous. Um, in fact, I think there was another murder that happened. A dude got shot in the head in, um, I think, Oklahoma, in, 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 in Tulsa, if I'm not mistaken, mm. um, recently. And so um, off a traffic stop, and he wasn't even the driver. It was just like, the dude's like, why you asked me you got the car? And the dude got blown away in the head. There's more details coming out, but I would encourage you guys to look at it. Mm. I think that the further we get away or get into these, these novelties, that the further away we get from staying focused. I think historically speaking, we as a people lack focus. And I think people hope that we lose focus and get into the I'm gonna say the word distractions. I'm, I'm not, I don't have another word for it, but get into these other things that, that can be perceived as distractions and we lose track of kind of what, what the priorities are. Um, I feel you, Ron, in terms of dipping your toe in something else and not you know, getting consumed in it because it can, it, it can be a, a real tough thing to get out of, but mm -hmm. I think people need to be very prescriptive in terms of what they want to delve into so they know they can get into it and get out um, just so that they don't lose lose focus. And I could care less. I don't care about Will Smith. I don't care about Jada Pinkett Smith, August Alcina, um, Cam Newton on the surface. He, he got underpaid. I mean, but I don't watch the NFL anyway. I still protest because of Kaepernick. Um, how they did him is just still dirty to me. And I, I look at the Washington football team. I mean, the NFL is just, they are indicative of some of the, the institutional issues that we kind of have. So I'm not supporting that either. So they all can kiss my ass. That's what I got. Woo, goodness. Tell us how you feel, KG. 
Well, I mean, on that note, um, love it. Straight, no chase of the podcast. People, like it, share it, subscribe to it, tell your friends. That's pretty good, man. What is that? 1942 Don Julio. That's pretty good. Sipping. It's not better than Class Azul, I don't think. Uh, but that has a little hint of something that like a little bit, a hint of like maybe like a vanilla or some sugar in there a little bit, but. Mm. Well, last thing, fellas, what do y'all have in plan? What are you doing for the 4th of July, if anything? Nothing. <laughs> wow. My daughter well, doesn't like my ribs. My rib game is crucial. So she was like, Daddy, can you make some ribs? I'm, I'm doing it on Friday, though. Not mad at it. If y'all have Disney, check out Hamilton. Hamilton is being broadcast for the first time. On the third, yeah, we third. already got that yeah. queued up. We're going to do that. And you yes. know what? I, maybe I will grill while we, you know, got the day off on Friday. Got to do it. Yeah. Got to do it. Yeah. So, I'll so be yeah. off on Monday, too. Well, I'm, I'm off on that. I'm taking vacation next week. But we got our floating holiday is Monday, and we're acknowledging the 4th of July on Friday. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm going to re reread uh, Frederick Doug Douglass's uh what is the 4th of July to a slave? Mm. And Neil, you're going to be cutting the grass and playing with the dogs. I feel you. You understand. That's what I do. I'm also going to be in my yard. I got a yard project. This is, again, stuff I figured out through COVID. I've been dealing with my, I've been pulling up weeds and, you know. Yo, I love guys. that. My, I'm, my, my, my yard game is off the chain right now. What? Oh, son. I'm going to take some pictures for y'all, man. My yard is, it needs work. But I mean, I'm, I'm in my grass every weekend, like the garden and the flowers and the cutting of the grass and the edging and everything. I'm, I'm that old man now. When's the last time you cleaned out the gutters? Um, I got a gutter, I don't know, guard or whatever. Okay. So, nice. So he don't got to clean the gutter, gutters. And yeah. I just cleaned out my gutters two weeks ago. Whoo, that was some work, but it feels yeah. good though. What I will, what I also want to applaud all, all of us about too, all homeowners. That's dope. Mm -hmm. Yo, we are definitely like this. I mean, this is absolutely not part of the podcast, or whatever. But the odd state that we are like the very small percentage of the smallest damn percentage. You know what I'm saying? Where if you talk about the whole entire world, then you take all the black people that make up that world, then you take all the men. Then you take all the ones that ain't in prison. Then you take all the ones that's like adults that have financial stability. Then educated. You, take, you start whittling it down. It's only like this many. In, very, in, very in my opinion, I don't think any of us should have been here. I tell you all the time, man. I, I never, I never envisioned anything past twenty-one in Gary, Indiana. I swear to God, I didn't. I had no plan. Mm. You know, I just. I was, just, I was just living life, man, and, and, and expecting the ride to end sooner rather than later. I ain't going to lie. I think we real. talked about this. I think we talked about, I think, Mill, you was like, do you, do you want to see like, hey, I'm like, man, I don't think I, I'm not going to be around that long. Mm. Um, and so I'm just, I'm thankful every day. I put my daughter to bed tonight. We kind of go back and we, we switch off each night. And uh, what we do is at the end, she wants to hold hands while she's in the bed. To like a, we play music or whatever. So she was like, uh, you know, Daddy, can we hold hands with another song? I was like, well, now we can do that on Friday, because I got to go record a show. She's like, with who? I was like, Mister Mister Rasheen, Mister Neil, and Mister John. And she was like, tell them I said hello. 
Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, that's it's the little things about life, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, uh, got started. When I showed them a picture of either Ra or Kelchik was holding them, they were like, Daddy, they've known us that long? I was like, yeah. Now you driving, getting ready to go to college, working. Boy, yeah, we came a long way, brother. Yeah, man. Well, on that note, gentlemen, cheers. Till next week, have a wonderful weekend and all that kind of thing. We're going to do this again next week. Like it, share it, subscribe. We're on iTunes, YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, everywhere. So, holla at us and... Well, that's it. Peace. 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 Straight, no chaser.